Welcome to Hope is Here, bringing hope to those struggling with life's difficult situations. Welcome to Hope is Here. My name is Greg Horn, and uh, we don't have a lot of repeat guests because there's so many wonderful uh, stories of hope out there, but uh, occasionally we have people that we get such good feedback on, and they have such a compelling story and having impact on people and feedback that I receive from their being a guest on Hope is Here. We have some return guests, and that is what we have today and tomorrow as Katie Filiatru is uh, with us. When we had her on a few months ago, uh, it was about her wonderful blog called The Narrow Path, but since then... And she has written a 30-day devotional to help you cross the bridge from hurting to healing called The Healing Path. And I was fortunate to uh, get a copy of that. And, uh, man, it is so, so good. So, Katie, uh, first of all, welcome back and congratulations on your new book. Yeah, thanks, Greg. I appreciate you having me back. And um, I, I most of all, just appreciate the support. You know, we've stayed connected here and there throughout the last uh, number of months since we were on the show. And, you know, just having people that are supporting you and encouraging you when you're stepping out into something kind of new and unexpected, that makes all the difference. So I'm really grateful for that. Well, it's my pleasure. I've been blessed by what you do. And like I said, had some really good feedback the last time you were a guest about your blog. Uh, Got to ask the old question that everybody asks. And one day I'm hoping people ask me when I get my book done. Uh, why did you write this book? Yeah, so that's a great question. You know, um, as I, I spoke whenever we were together the last time, I've had the website created for, um, it'll be six years this summer. And I really committed to, to spending some time writing um, shortly after the pandemic started, I, I decided to give the Lord Friday mornings, and you know He just continued to give me words to write through the devotions, you know, which are just stories of everyday life and how the Lord speaks to me in those stories. And you know, I, I'd kind of always toyed with the idea of writing a book, and um, you know, I tell people a lot of times when the Lord decides to move in my life, it doesn't typically show up as a gentle breeze; it's a straight line wind, and He picks me up and He says, "Let's go," you know, and. Um, so really, I, I had gotten to the point where I'd compiled 100 devotions, and I said, you know, I think it's time for me to, to figure out a way to, to put these together. And I remember talking to my editor the first call that she and I had together, and I said, you know, I really want to look at this as a project as as ultimately me giving a gift back to the Lord, um, to put this book together as a way to honor the Lord for all He has done in my life and, and with my life and, and through the words that He's provided. And um, started out kind of talking about it just being a devotional book. Um, and then just through further conversation, my editor said, you know, I really feel like you have a heart for discipleship. And through that, the, this book was birthed in terms of having not just the devotionals um, component, um, but just some chapter reading as well. And to really provide a, a guide for the reader as they work through that process from hurting to healing. Well, I love how you laid the book out and you've got uh, three steps to through the healing process. One is hope, which obviously uh, I love and um, one of the reasons we want to have you today, but you also hit on a couple others that I think are really, really important. But uh, in all honesty, uh, sometimes I, when I hear them, I'm like, oh, I don't know about that. And yet I need to hear it. So uh, you also have in your second step on the healing path, the word discipline. And then the third step for healing is trust. 
two really, really powerful ones, and uh, we'll talk more about those uh, mm-hmm. tomorrow. But let's get into the, some of this. Uh, you, you have 10 days and step one on hope, and I've asked you, uh, I want you to share uh, one of those days so people can just get a feel for what you're writing, and plus I know they'll be blessed with it. So uh, let's start there with uh, day three. Okay, Greg, that sounds great. So day three devotion is titled Routine Maintenance. The scripture verse for this is Hebrews twelve fifteen. Look after each other so that none of you fails to receive the grace of God. Watch out that no poisonous root of bitterness grows up to trouble you, corrupting many. As a physical therapist working at multiple sites, my workday is typically scheduled down to the minute. One morning, I found myself rushing out the door and peeling out of the parking lot to my next destination, where patients were already waiting. It was 29 degrees out, so I reached forward to turn on the heat. I was blasted with more terribly cold air. I'm really going to have to get this car looked at soon, I thought. Then I noticed the temperature gauge going up. Yet another sign something was definitely wrong with my car. I quickly pulled over to check under the hood. I had been dealing with a small leak in the radiator, and though I had topped off the coolant the day before, the tank was nearly empty. I now had a much bigger problem on my hands. Unless I addressed it, I could risk blowing the radiator. The Lord had taken care of me that day. I had taken a different route than I normally do, so I was just a mile from a friend's house. I cautiously drove to my friend's home, and she graciously gave me a ride to my destination. The goodness of God showed up through faithful friends that helped me get through the day while I waited for my car to be repaired. As I reflected on the events of the day, I felt the Lord ask me, Have you done any routine maintenance on your heart lately? Just like our vehicles, our hearts can develop slow leaks over time that, if left unaddressed, can wreak havoc in our lives. Hebrews 12.15 says, Look after each other so that none of you fails to receive the grace of God. Watch out that no poisonous root of bitterness grows up to trouble you, corrupting many. Sometimes I neglect to realize how my unchecked negative emotions can affect those around me in a hurtful way. Just as our vehicles have gauges to help us know when we have a problem, we must surround ourselves with friends who are willing to be a gauge for us. We need friends who will gently and lovingly hold us accountable when they notice a leak. I am so grateful for godly friends in my life that help me recognize any emotional leaks before they turn into a huge problem. This list of analogies helps us to examine our hearts in the same way we examine our vehicles. Our car has an owner's manual. We have the Word of God. Our car has a temperature gauge. We have godly friends. We check under the hood for our vehicles. We must check into our hearts. We have a mechanic who does the work on our car. And we have Jesus in our lives who helps us heal. What do we do with those warning signs? We turn to Jesus, the ultimate mechanic. We open our hearts Give him an opportunity to look around and let him show us the areas that need to be addressed. It might be scary at first. It often is when we don't know what we will find. Like any repair, it may come at a cost, especially when we've ignored the warning signs for too long. But I promise you, giving Jesus full access to our hearts is always worth it. In him, we find hope for repair. Such, such good stuff. That was, uh, I read that one when I got the book, uh, recently and just really really spoke to me uh i love how you asked that question you know you said have you done any routine maintenance on your heart lately and 
I know some of the most devoted followers of Jesus, yet we get so busy on that treadmill of life and sometimes uh, even doing things for God that we don't really do the heart check. And I know uh, for me that uh, the Bible says, you know, what comes out of the mouth comes from your heart. And when my mouth's not good, I start to get kind of negative and critical sometimes. I know it's time for me to do kind of a heart check. And so I love that you said you know, have you done any maintenance on your heart lately? Because a lot of times, uh, it's like a lot of things, we don't go to the doctor or the physical therapist till, we, till, till we're hurting, right? Yeah, exactly. And I think it's just like whether you're talking about vehicle maintenance or, you know, issues at, at you know, with your home, um, I think it can sometimes be easier just to kind of turn a blind eye and, and not attend to the problem because you think, oh, it's not that big of a deal. I'll, I'll get to it later. Um, but then what, what starts out as a small leak ends up being a, creating a huge mess later on so well and one of the things i like uh, with each one of these devotions that you have here uh, we're talking with katie filiatru she's just written a new book called the healing path it's a 30-day devotional to help you cross the bridge from hurting to healing i like uh, to make sure that we do a little maintenance there on our heart you got to take five share the take five at the end of that devotion you just shared with us there um, yeah like so when i was working with my editor we decided to include a, a little bit of a Kind of just a, a gentle uh, request, if you will, for the reader to just go ahead and take that devotion one step further and make it actionable. So the take five for this devotion says, ask Jesus to help you open your heart to him and find what needs to what needs repair. Thank him for being the healer of your heart. I really, really like that party, but let's look at another one. Another one that I thought was really good in the hope part of this uh, book uh, was say yes. Yeah, so Greg, I, I, you know, you and I are both uh, very fond of sports, and um, it, it's a big part of kind of who we are and, and what we love um, outside of Jesus. So this one's a little bit um, related to sports. So the Bible verse with this one is First John four eighteen, which says, "Such love has no fear, because perfect love expels all fear." If we are afraid, it is for fear of punishment, and this shows that we have not fully experienced His perfect love. Michael Jordan is the GOAT, the greatest of all time, when it comes to basketball. While not everyone would agree with my assessment, he's always been my favorite. He's six foot six, and at the height of his career, he could run fast, jump high, and had a silky smooth jumper. But that's not the only reason I admire him. I consider him the GOAT, not only because of his God-given talents, but because of the ways he chose to use those talents. He was the fiercest competitor, hated to lose. Gave everything he had, expected that of his teammates, and left everything on the court. As a freshman in high school, Michael was cut from the team. It's mind-boggling that an individual who faced that type of rejection would go on to become one of the most decorated players in the history of the National Basketball Association. But Michael didn't let fear stop him from pursuing what he loved. Another reason I love his story so much. After Michael was cut, he didn't quit. Instead, he went home and went to work. Despite his past failure and fear of possibly failing again, he chose to say yes to the challenge. He put in the time and pushed himself harder than anyone else. He practiced, and he chose to pursue something God uniquely designed him for, playing the game of basketball. We've all faced fear and failure in our lives. It's one of the reasons I love the verse from 1 John 4.18 so much. Such love has no fear because perfect love expels all fear. If we are afraid, it is for fear of punishment, and this shows that we have not fully experienced His perfect love. 
This verse was a foundational truth for me as I embarked on my journey of spiritual healing. When I began to feel fear, especially as I found myself during the most challenging season of my life, I could counter the fear by remembering that I am perfectly loved by my Heavenly Father. Once I remembered that truth, I could push past fear and press forward into the future. I have two stickers that I keep on my laptop, the Michael Jordan logo and another that reads, Say Yes. These stickers make a good pair because they remind me that when failure and fear mark my journey, I have two choices. I can quit or I can say yes to holding on to the truth and pushing forward into something I am passionate about. I have no idea if Michael Jordan knows Jesus, but I can look at his journey and see how the Lord was with him through his failure, fear, and ultimately his final landing place as one of the best to ever play the game of basketball. In life, when we choose to step out in pursuit of a passion, fear and failure will always be lurking. Still, we can push past those fears when we remember that God perfectly loves us. And whatever the Lord prompts us to do, He will walk through it with us, embracing us with His perfect love. So, so good. Love the sports analogy, and that's such a great verse. And I've shared on Hope is Here that I have struggled off and on with fear in my life, and so I'm so glad you uh, addressed that topic because that definitely can keep us from having hope. And then uh, share what your take five is on that that devotion. Yeah, so I I love the take five here because it challenges us to really pause. Are there areas of your life where you're allowing fear to hold you back? Pause and consider them today. Share your heart with Jesus and allow his perfect love to guide you to all that he has for you. Such, such good stuff. We've been talking with author Katie Filiatro. She has uh, just released a new devotional book. It's 30 Days, and maybe you kind of need a little hope in your spiritual life. I want to encourage you to get a copy of that. It's called The Healing Path. It's a 30-day devotional to help you cross the bridge from hurting to healing. Uh, I also want to encourage you to check out her blog, The Narrow Path, but you can find all this at her website, katiefiliatru.com. That's katiefiliatru.com, and we'll have that listed with the podcast. So for Katie Filiatru, I'm Greg Horn. Stay with us tomorrow as we look at discipline and trust on Hope Is Here. Thank you for listening to Hope Is Here podcast. To listen to one of our previous programs or to make a tax-deductible donation, please go to our website, hopeishere.today. That's hopeishere.today. CMI is your full-service human resources provider in Central Kentucky. For 15 years, CMI Human Resources has taken great pride in helping organizations and people work. Whether it's employee handbooks or help in filling a position, no job is too large or too small for CMI. Contact the professionals today at CMI Human Resources, 859-296-2800 or online at cmiconsulting.com.